Hello, people of the void. You're listening to Fairy Tale, Folklore, and Fuckery. Fuckery, or anything that is branded as a legend or myth that might be a cloth for concern in the 21st century. Now, here's the thing each week I will be metaphorically throwing a dart in a map. Metaphorically, because apparently in Farm Vegas, they don't sell maps anywhere in town, and believe me when I mean anywhere. I mean, I even checked gas stations. It was disgusting. And believe me when I say that every single person I asked if they had a paper map gave me a look that I was the insane one. I'm sorry, Miss 64-year-old Becky. You grew up in that era with maps where you had to learn how to drive with them. Why are you looking at me like I'm the insane one for just asking where one is? I'm going to throw a dart at a random country, and this week, thanks to a random country generator, I got the pleasure of looking into Cyprus. Clearly, I'm an all-American white girl because you can hear it, so of course I know almost nothing about Cyprus, and obviously with the American education that I receive, I didn't even know where it was on a map. I'm kind of kidding, but I'm also being super serious because... Honestly, you could probably consider Cyprus to be part of Middle Earth if you really thought about it. But I'm also super directionally challenged, so looking at a map and just even trying to figure that out was a lot for me. But once I did, I found out that it was in the Mediterranean Sea, where Turkey and Lebanon are bordering it. Cyprus. So the top three facts I learned through like the four or five hours of research I gained for looking through these stories was number one, that this country is very multilingual and they speak Greek, which is super cool. But also it was super difficult trying to find anything in English because most of these stories are obviously in Greek. Number two, I kind of already mentioned, but it was very itty bitty and hard to find on a map. And number three, y'all's fairy tales and folklore are in your language, so it was super difficult to find some of them that are in English. And you can obviously dox me if I'm wrong here, because I probably am, because I was using the wrong searches, but that doesn't matter now. The name of this game, I will be telling you a story that represents each fairy tale, folklore, and fuckery. And some weeks, depending on the country, I will be doing only one or two, but if I'm struggling or find three super interesting ones, I will be telling you all about those. So first up is the fairy tale. Now, before I tell it though, I have to shout out the fairy tale museum because I came across it in researching everything. And this museum is in Nicosia, Cyprus, which is in the capital of Cyprus. And it was actually created by a child psychotherapist and a family therapist and the founders of this organization and this museum are named Vicky Bellamino and Fotis Kakogini but anyways she would collect fairy tales and f- things throughout the world that were interesting to her and she says the goal is it is the promotion of cultural heritage of fairy tales legends myth and traditions of cyprus and all over the world which i found to be super cool another fun great quote from their website was that familiar and unfamiliar tales works of art based on fairy tales rare books thematic expeditions musical inspired or written about fairy tales meet at a place that aspires to inspire young and old for a trip in the tradition life and the human soul i actually really love that quote because obviously they talk about it in the video but this world is obviously going more on technology and if you could just stop for a moment and give yourself just a couple minutes to flip through something physical 
um, would actually help you a lot. And that was coming from a child psychotherapist, so you know it's pretty true. But anyways, so that was a really super interesting read and find, and I really do wish there was a way I could virtually tour it and interact with it in America. So I think that's something that if you're in Cyprus or are looking to go to read fairy tales um, or see them, it would be really interesting if you went there. Okay, so the number one fairy tale I found is called The Love of the Three Oranges by Thomas Frederick Crane. To set the scene, a king and a queen that, of course, have a son, but he wasn't just a son. Nay, nay. He was, according to the story, a halfwit. Now, that could mean a number of things. Modern days, I would say a halfwit is someone who is just dumb. So, of course, the queen was in tears and asked the Lord what to do. And the Lord responded by saying, make him laugh. And out of all the replies the queen got, this one confused me the most because, you know, you have jewels, you have a kingdom full of so many things and people and places, but I'm absolutely positively sure that in this day and age, you totally had a jester. So why didn't you just get the jester out? I will never understand. But anyways, the queen was all like, I only have this bottle of oil which, okay, we're not even going to discuss why you just have a bottle of oil, but all right. Then the Lord was like, well, give it to charity and there will come many people, some bent, some straight, some humpbacked, and it will, may happen that your son will laugh. And which like, I guess I understand because, you know, straight people will be doing some funny ass shit. I mean, have you even been on straight TikTok in a minute? Because girl, they'll always be doing something dumb enough to laugh at. Anyway, the queen told the kingdom, people came and an old witch came, right? She came out of nowhere and was like, I want some. And the queen was like, yeah, but I don't have any more. And... Then the witch, (laughs) she was like being ages as fuck, by the way, because I'm sure you had just enough for that woman. But then the witch was like, boom, I got powers. And she shrunk into this itty bitty little bottle of oil, climbed in. And I don't know, I guess it made the kid laugh enough because she came out and she was like, I don't know if she was offended or what, but she basically came out and was like, you're cursed with unhappiness for the rest of your life until you find these three oranges. But the kid was like, bet, and told his mom, um, the queen, that he was just gonna go. And the (laughs) the mom was like, why are you just listening to a witch? And he was like, la 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 la, I can't hear you. And he rode off on his adventure. So he's going and going, and he comes to this huge gate, and he knocks, and an old guy answers, and is like, I've never had nobody come knocking. And then he asked such a hella weird request. He basically said, can you lift up my eyelids from the ground so I can see you? And the kid did, because apparently your mama didn't raise a disrespectful son like some of these men out here in 2022. But anyway, the old guy just kind of looked at the kid and said, no one comes here. But yo, here are some twigs for these witches that are just out in the woods sweeping their ovens with their hands which okay Hansel and Gretel type shit but whatever so then the kid goes and sees the witches and gives them the twigs and they give him ropes for the next witches which are drawing water with their tresses and if you're like me um I didn't know what tresses was and then I felt really dumb looking it up because it literally just means hair So then he goes and meets another old guy with even longer eyelids. And he says, take this bag of bread. You will meet some large dogs, throw them the bread, and they will let you pass. Then you will come to a large gate with many rusty padlocks. Then you will see a tower. And in it, 
the love of the three oranges. When you reach that place, take this towel and anoint well the rusty padlocks. And when you have ascended the tower, you will find the oranges hanging from a nail. There you will also find an old woman who has a son who is an ogre and has eaten all the Christians who have come there. You see, you must be very careful. So basically the kid's gonna, gonna be eaten, right? Well, after reading through the story, I wish I could say he was. But then the kid, you know, he's like, cool, dope, I'm gonna do this. So he gets there and the old lady's like, bro, you're so dead. And he's like, no, 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 I'm I'm cool, I'm cool. And seals the oranges and runs. And so the prince escapes and he's going back. And of course, he gets thirsty, obviously. So he opens an orange and pops out this gorgeous supermodel blonde woman. And he's like, hell yeah. And she's like, I need water to live or else I die. And clearly he doesn't got any because that's why he opened the orange to begin with and she dies. He then makes a promise to himself that the next one he won't lose. And you know, 15 minutes later goes by and the same thing happens. But this time it's a big titty goth girl that pops out and she dies. Then finally he gets to a well and he opens the last orange and a glamorous Kim K woman drops dead, gets out of there and she's like, yo, where's my water? And he's like, here it is. And he's like, I really want to marry you. And she's like, dope. That's awesome. I just met you and I have no brain. So here we go. And he's like, okay, cool. So here, wait under this, these trees and just fall asleep. And so, because she has no brain and she just was basically birthed out of an orange, she says, okay, cool. I will wait under here while you go tell your family. Then he leaves and then a witch approaches. Side note, this is like the 15th witch, which I swear, I wonder if it's like the same one or if it's like truly another witch. I don't know yet and I really wish it would have specified a little bit more but anyways so the witch goes all mother gothel on this girl and combs her hair and then freaking stabs her with pins on each side of her head I don't know where she gets the pins I don't know why she does this but she does and then the girl turns into a dove of all things and the old witch is just now there chilling in her place replacing her um but not like in looks she's just chilling under the tree waiting for the prince to come back then the prince returns with his family, sees the woman, is like, well, I guess I gotta marry her now because his parents are there and they want this marriage. And then they take her back to the kingdom and during this wedding feast, the dove follows him and the dove hums a little tune to make the cook fall asleep because here's the thing, apparently if the witch doesn't eat, they won't get married, side note, really super weird. But that's what happens. And so the dove sings this song three times. And on the third time, the prince realizes this dove is his princess, apparently. I don't know how, but he does. Um, and so he gets the dove down from the rafters and he takes the pins out. And when she becomes like one of the Kim K versions, he's like, see mom, I told you she was gorgeous. Then everyone just kind of scream, burn the witch. And she was burned in the middle of the city. And then the dove princess and the prince got married. So moral of the story, pretty privilege is totally real and men are vain. All right. So for the folk tale, this one is about the five-fingered mountain and there were three different versions i found of this one story so number one is 
that there was a hero of North Cyprus, Dianes Archytas, who was an actual Byzantine hero. Um, and in this legend is actually very rare because it is one of the only legends that has st- stuck around from the 12th to the 17th century. So anyways, he leapt across the sea from Antinola to save the island from evading Saracens, and when he landed, his handprint was embedded in the soil, and that's how the Five Finger Mountain was formed. The second version of the story was that two young men fought over a gorgeous woman, and the man who won had to take her as his bride. Well, one guy stabbed the other guy and then was chased into a swamp where he drowned. Then the other one was also perished into a swamp after being stabbed because he couldn't get out. But he was honest, and I don't know how he was honest, but he was. And he was immortalized in this tale. And as he drowned, his hand rose up out of the swamp and remained there, turning the stone over time, which then grew and became the five fingers we know today pretty cool story and then the last one is kind of funny but sad so basically there was this young guy in this village and he was like i want to marry the queen and obviously she's like i'm a queen why do i have anything to do with a little villager and so she was basically like you know but you can go bring me water from saint andrew's monastery which was all the way out to the eastern end of the island and so he agreed she was just like okay he's gonna die whatever and nope he did not die he uh came back with all of this water and she was pretty pissed because she's like damn uh now i kind of maybe have to marry him so she was like i'm still not agreeing to this and he lost his temper and threw the water to the ground and grabbed a handful of mud from the puddle formed and then he threw it at her if I was that queen, beheaded, beheaded instantly. Because why are you throwing mud at me? Because I'm just telling you no to an engagement. I don't even know you. Literally get over yourself. Um, But then she ducked, thank God, and it stuck to the mountainside, which then formed the five fingers, which are obviously supposed to be the imprints of the fingers in the mud. So that was pretty interesting. And finally, the fuckery. So remember how I said this was a really messed up story? Well, it definitely is. This story is called The Black Hitara from Kyrenia Bay. Hitaria means a type of prostitute in ancient Greece. This story starts with a ruling king that was said to have a harem. Not only was this a harem, but this was mainly black concubines that were kidnapped from Africa and sold to their kings for pleasure. So, this one time, a man took one of his lovely concubines and they started to meet secretly in the castle and she believed that if she had a lighter skin then he wouldn't hide her anymore or his love for her and so she pleaded to the gods and they said go bathe in the waters of the cove behind the castle at night and she would get her wish and then she did and her skin turned white and then she went back to him and was like yo i'm beautiful now and he was like no i loved you dark and then he just left her and found another girl and then of course she was so hurt and so desperate that she killed herself by throwing her into the sea since 
that time, the harbor has, has been called the Black Girl Cove. So that was the last story I had to tell you. And I told you, I warned you guys, I told you it was messed up. It was really messed up. So I hope you enjoyed fairy tale, folklore, and fuckery. Tune in next Wednesday for tales of another country that I won't know about until next Tuesday with stories that are spicy, shocking, and scary.